why the Todd Fridman's wearing parachute pants today. Can't touch this. Welcome into the swamp, folks. It is Monday, December 18th, 2023. Cruising along here. What's up, Todd? Hey, you made a little bit of Monday morning getting up, you know, you put your parachute pants on. There you go. MC Hammer. Get him. Hey, can't touch it. Six, fifth and sixth graders, old Wiley back in the, <laughs> I don't know, late 80s, early 90s. You couldn't touch them. We'd play that song, they'd be all over again. Hey, let's move it. Then he came out with the too legit to quit. That's right. I just pictured my brother Kobe on the treadmill when they steroided him up. Yeah. Had a shark house shoes on, and he was going to too legit to quit up there yeah. in the hospital room. Awesome. I'll tell you what, it's a beautiful day out there today. A lot of people are going through some hard times. You realize that. But no matter what's thrown at us, do the best that we possibly can, though there is a reason for things. That doesn't mean that we got to like it, but there is a reason for things. Have that mindset right. And something the Dallas Cowboys need to do is get a little bit more strong-minded. Oh, I Cowboys. I tell you, they're a little bit soft-minded. Hey. That, le- that league, you better be strong up. I'll tell you, it was more fun watching those high school games in the Jerry's World than it is to watch Cowboys sometimes. Well, you. State well, champs. Wait, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, the soda just scored just again. Just scored again. Yeah, yeah I'm it's telling It's a non-stop deal. Hey, well, I'll tell you, you better hope that. Uh, I'm talking about the rest of the teams in the NFL. They better hope that what I heard by some little squirrel out here at the feeder this morning. They said, whoever wins the Super Bowl, got to go through the soda. <laughs> okay, I'm just letting you know that right now. Yep. Anna, right. our district. Well, Coffin's district. Our district team won a state championship. Malakoff. And the thing about, you know, up there in Buffalo, they do have a soda player on there. Well, get out of here. Bond Miller. Get yeah, out of his cousin one time. Yeah. Yeah. Got himself in a little trouble he, last week. He saw writing on the wall and decided yeah. to do something about <laughs> Hey, what's going on your side of the swamp? You know, maybe the Cowboys need to start doing this kid's uh, workout. It's an Armenian teenager. He showed off his upper body strength by performing 44 pull-ups. But get this, the bar was positioned between two moving trucks. Oh, man. They moving, and he's doing pull-ups. He said, okay. He said, yeah, I, uh, this is a Guinness World Record, apparently. I would think so. And I'm um, thinking, Whoever well, maybe it. you're the first to do it. So, yeah. Uh, he said, this record was not difficult for me due to my rigorous training. His name is like Manuikin. I don't know. Yeah. But he said, I think I could have brought the number up to 50, but I decided to stop at 44 and dedicate my record to the bright memory of the heroes who were martyred in the ill-fated 44-day Arts Ar- Ar- War, sorry, in which thousands of Armenians died. So he's 
Representing the the uh, uh, the country, and then now he's currently training to take on a similar record for performing pull-ups from a plane. All right. Well, let me tell you, you get two planes, you know, can say that they have big blue angels or they uh, or <laughs> I did the blue yeah. angels and doing pull-ups. Yeah, that's hanging on, man. Yeah, that that record's going to be for grip, not yeah. pull-ups. I mean, it'll be you know, those are the ones that get it close together to maintain. <laughs> yeah, one of the Thunderbirds there. <laughs> Talk about hanging yeah. on. Thunderbirds, same way. Blue Angels Navy, Thunderbirds Air Force. Yeah. Oh, man. Can you see this? I know the little icons on yeah, it, but I I say it. it's an exceptionally rare albino deer. Whoa. He was caught on camera while walking around a field in a Pennsylvania county. Man, bummer you know? skin. He really sticks <laughs> out. Put that birthmark on there. Bummer yeah. of a birthmark, Cal. That's, that's right. At Target. The best cartoonist. Uh, the humor. <laughs> Gary Larson. Right. Hey, Far I like I, I liked this. Uh I like the albino deer is pretty cool. We saw saw a buck the other day running and uh let her let him run. And yeah. um so th this one I find funny because the resident uh who saw this and took the picture wants to remain anonymous. Ah. So there's the deer. <laughs> <laughs> He was going for the mud, to, you know, kind of how it said. Uh, Pennsylvania Game Commission's website states albino deer have been seen in the state before, but they are exceptionally rare. Well. Yeah. Oh, Steve, Bob, going to get me one of them bear. Albino deer's better than his head up there in my neck on Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Who was that? Yeah. Golly. Yeah. That was Harvey Redneck. Harvey. And he was wearing white socks and drinking blue ribbon beer. Harvey. That's right. My friend Harvey will show you. <laughs> well, then why'd he call me fat so? <laughs> I guess it just fits. Uh, Keith Richards' birthday today. He was born in 1943 and he's still going. He is. Yeah, still trucking. Oh. People asked uh, Mick Jagger, like, what do you think about turning 80 and all that? We, in this interview we saw, and he said, oh, they ask me, there's not much of an adoption is a keeps on keeping on. Yeah. Uh, 2004, a guitar played by George Harrison and John Lennon sold for $570,000 at auction in New York. So uh, that was used by Harrison uh, in the late 60s, including the recording of Revolver and by Lennon during the White Album sessions. Other items sold in the Christie's auction included a letter by Kurt Cobain for $19,400 and a school book report by Britney Spears. Really? I'm what? sure that's just something great to have. Yeah. I, uh, right. Got our ABCs on there. Nineteen eighty two, Holland Oates started a four week run, number one with uh, Man Eater. Oh, here she go. <laughs> and nineteen seventy two, Bob Dylan started filming his role in the American Western drama Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, along with James Coburn and Chris Christopherson. Dylan composed the score and songs for the film, most prominently Knocking on Heaven's Door. Knock, knock, knock. On heaven's door. Heard that this morning. Yes, I did. You hear it pretty much once a week. It's either 
his version or the old G and R Guns and Roses. Yeah. They got it too. Right. Oh, Axel. Well, little sad news for the Carolina Tar Heels and yeah. folks that uh, Eric Montross passed away this morning. Yesterday, actually, it was yesterday at home. At, at it's home, surrounded by family, and it's home in Chapel Hill uh, from cancer, which they he was just diagnosed in March. So, good player, good person, nice guy, and uh, just a Tar Heel, tried and true man. Awesome. Yeah. He's no the keeper. He didn't get diagnosed till March. Yeah. Pretty rough there. I mean, it's something. And then there locally, we lost our uh, assistant superintendent, Mr. Cal Clopton. His battle of uh, cancer. He uh, leaves uh, three daughters and a wife. And uh, they'll see him again someday. So I left this one so I could end on a little more positive note. Well, I don't know if it's real positive for Mulkey, but it's funny for me. LSU women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey, who I love, was around long enough to see the number seven Tigers finish off Northwestern State as she was ejected while the team was up 39 points. That's right. There's some passion for the game. Coach Mulkey was upset about a charge called on Anisha Morrow. They got that new charge rule. I'm yeah. with her. I didn't even see it, but I don't get it. Yeah. Coach got into a tiff with referee Timothy Grant. She was given two technical fouls and an ejection. He did the right thing, Mulkey said after the intense moment. I think I helped him. I said, I'm not leaving you. You better toss me. It's like Hoosiers. Throw go. me out. He had no choice. I appreciate officials that know what you're trying to do out there. I don't appreciate bad calls, but that's part of coaching. So there you go. They had to hold her back. They were less than five minutes in the game. And those those other coaches probably finished it up with no problem. So they they got their 11th straight win. Mm. Yep. There you go. UT Women's Volleyball. Back to back. Yeah, national champs. Slam it down. Get some of that. Bump set spike. Yeah, got the University of Nebraska who come in uh, 33-1 or something like that. Now they're 33-2. Which is not bad at all. No. But hook them. That's right. I tell you one thing, I guarantee you this right now, just as soon as I'm sitting there down around Austin, they get good grapefruit. All right. Yeah. Down around there close where it's grown. The grapefruit is a subtropical citrus tree known for its relatively large sour to semi-sweet, somewhat bitter fruit. The interior flesh is segmented and varies in color from pale yellow to dark pink. Well, this is what it'll do for and to you with its 90 calories. Grapevine is rich in vitamins, minerals, fibers. Some people call it fibers, some call it fibers. Antioxidants and low in calories. The high content of fibers in grapefruit may help in weight management and control appetite. Even though the grapefruit is not a grape, but it is a fruit and it's pink inside. Some people have possible side effects. 
Too much grapefruit intake can have interactions with some medications and statins and corticosteroids. Yes. If you eat a whole bunch of them, you'll break out. You better believe that one. Get you an oatmeal bath. Yeah. It happens. It happened to me. Yeah. Don't eat them by the box at one time. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Well, this one's recommended. One or two grapefruit daily, mixing with other citric fruits to act in synergy, increasing fibers, vitamins, and minerals, plus antioxidant content, preventing from various diseases and boosting immune systems. Oh, grapefruit. More than five, you get the hives. If you listen to me every once in a while out here, you know that I and the gardener are disciples of uh, Dr. Kenneth Cooper in the aerobic center. I'm going to read a little interview that he just got through going through and tell you a little bit about him. The father of aerobics still works out five days a week at age 92. Here are his expert tips. First of all, the interview starts like it is. As a younger adult about the history of aerobics, and they may be puzzled. After all, the concept of aerobic exercise has always been around for those under 50. Ask someone 50 plus the same question, and they may guess the aerobic craze began with actor Jane Fonda, creator of the popular Jane Fonda's Workout series that debuted in 1982 and became one of the best-selling VHS tapes of all time. But the concept of aerobics, a system of physical conditioning that increases heart health, boosts endurance, and reduces body fat, was actually pioneered in the 1960s by Dr. Kenneth Cooper, a physician and preventive medicine expert. He also coined the term with the release of his 1968 book, Aerobics, which if you're trying to get into doing things, that book is still hot seller. And, and read the thing. <clears throat> Initially, Cooper was condemned for encouraging exercise. He was thought of as a as a quack <laughs> by those smoking doctors in their office when they examine you. Just go take a tour of his place now. Yeah, you're gonna need all day. Yeah. In the 1950s and 1960s, exercise was considered dangerous. Cooper said, "I was told the world would now be full of dead joggers." <laughs> I got lots of tremendous criticism in the early years. I mean, you know, after all, racehorses, they don't train them. No. Nah. just say, go. Yeah. That opinion soon changed. Today, Cooper, now 92, is still hard at work trying to encourage people to become physically fit. He's head of the, the Cooper Aerobics Center in Dallas, which he founded in 1970. The center is made up of six health and wellness companies, including a clinic and the Cooper Institute, a nonprofit research and education center. Cooper is also creator of the 12-minute run and fitness ground pacer test, which measure aerobic capacity and fitness. Millions around the globe have taken these assessments often during a school gym class. What's more, the fitness fanatic has authored more than a dozen books in addition to aerobics, was the driving force behind a 20,000-person study showing increased fitness is associated with lowering instances of dementia, 
and has received a raft of awards and recognition for his lifetime achievements. Here is a conversation we're going to have right here. The question is, what's one of the most positive developments in fitness that you've seen over the past 50 years? Dr. Cooper says, when we, Cooper and his wife, Mildred Cooper, wrote aerobics for women in 1979, the question was asked if it was ladylike for a woman to sweat. That's how bad it was back in those days. One of the biggest revolutions is looking at how many women are marathoners now. In the past, women were told they weren't supposed to run. They said your uterus would fall out and all of these crazy things. That didn't happen at all. If you look at the number of marathoners now, almost half are women. That's one of the biggest changes I've seen. Also, if you want to get jumped on about smoking or taking tobacco products, uh, Millie Cooper will be glad to wear you out. <laughs> yes, I've heard her talk about it. Despite all the information available today about the benefits of being physically active, many people are sedentary. How big of a problem is this? Dr. Cooper answers. What I've been teaching and preaching all of these years is that your health is your responsibility. It's not the government's. It's not the insurance companies. It's not your physician. No drug can replicate the benefits of active lifestyle. We need to get the word out because World Health Organization reported in October 2022, we have 500 million people globally that are totally sedentary and it costs $27 billion a year. We need people to realize that what determines how long you live and how well you live is what you're going to do for yourself from now on. Why do you think so many people ignore this message? Dr. Cooper, he does the T-E-M-M-P-F. What people use. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the motivation or the money. I don't have a place to exercise and it's not fun. Hmm. That's excuses we used to hear. Sound familiar? Point. Yeah, you know, you can't go walking around or anything like that, that's for sure. But anyway, do you really? They uh, asked Dr. Kerber, how often do you exercise and what's a typical workout? I exercise five days a week routinely. The other day I spent 45 minutes on a recumbent bike and about 10 minutes on circuit weight training on three or four machines. Then I went home and walked my two dogs. I walked them about 15 minutes on average, usually about a mile to a mile and a half. So I'm incorporating at least an hour of aerobic activity plus my weight training at least five days a week. Talk about trying to cooperize the world, what does that mean? That means the number one, get your body weight between 18 and 25 on the body mass index scales. Number two, get 30 minutes of exercise most days of the week. Number three, make healthy food choices. Number four, no tobacco in any form. Number five, control your alcohol. Number six, control the stress in your life. Number seven, get regular physical exams. And number eight, take the right supplements for you. Do you really need that much exercise at 92? Dr. Cooper answers, fitness is a journey, not a destination. You've got to keep it up the rest of your life. You can't just get it and store it. So there you go. 
In other words, he looks at you right in the mirror. <laughs> hey, the old uh, farmer's almanac, we're battling some stains. stains. This time of year, this could happen. Wax stains from candles. No. Oh, yeah, you know, you burn them out and you're nice little something and something happens. Yeah. Smallpox, small what? Spots of hardened candle wax can be removed from tablecloth by rubbing with a generous dollop of vegetable oil. Wipe off any excess oil, then launder as usual. Okay. That's right. We'll have some more later on. Dr. Cooper's interview is a little bit lengthy. I understand that. Also understand stroke warning signs. Face drooping. Is one side of the face droop or is it numb? Ask the person to smile. Arm witness. Is one arm weak or numb? Ask the person to raise both arms. Does one arm drift down? Speech difficulty. Is the speech slurred? Are they unable to speak or are they hard to understand? Ask the person to repeat a simple sentence like the sky is blue. Is the sentence repeated correct? Okay. And if you're having some questions about anything, but uh, I don't know what this is. I'm hurting. 911. Let those people make your diagnosis, not you. Do not self diagnose. Got a quote today. And, uh, did have it and it goes something like this if uh, this this time of year all the ball playing is getting played and uh, coaches always come up with something yeah yeah all right <laughs> well here's this particular coach end up being an announcer and end up uh, being the uh, the uh, spokesman, I guess, for uh, the you always say is, oh. is the uh, Ace is the place. Yeah, yeah. Heartful, yeah. Hardware store. Yeah. yeah. And you got a video games on him. Passed away just a little over a year ago. John Madden. Self praise is for losers. Be a winner. Stand for something. Always have class and be humble. Boom. There you go. That's what it say. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. He was a good one, of course. But that's all I got the most price track I had to buy. Uh, if you can't find a place to exercise, surely you can walk somewhere in your house. Yeah. You know, walk around. around. Move walk around. around. Yeah. Uh, jump up, jump up, and get down. Walk your dog, even if you don't have one. It's another Cooper saying I like. Yeah. yeah. Or and, get a dog. They're awesome. That's about their new website. Hey, swampproductionsllc.com. Go and see these mugs. Read our library, yeah. Gent Library. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. And uh, thanks for listening to Retired Coach and His Kid. I'm the Retired Coach. I'm his kid. Can't touch his. Make it count.